Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's been a while. Thank you for joining us on our final episode. This is the final episode. It's it's a bit weird, like knowing that it's the last one. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't until recently that Z came up the idea of doing a final episode. Well, no, the idea came from the fact that people had come up to me and be like, "Did you guys have a falling out? Yeah. Are you okay?" <laughs> okay, so we're putting it to bed right now. We um. We did. It was massive. We we're we're, we're, out. <laughs> we're not even in the same room right now. I'm recording from home. Yeah. <laughs> it's separate audio. We're just going to sync it together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no falling out. Definitely no falling out. We've been friends for many, many years, and we've just fallen back into the age-old friendship without the podcast <laughs> aspect of it. Um, I think we both just got busy. It's been a big year. Yeah, it's um. Uh, from my point of view, I I went through a difficult career situation and change. We may have picked up throughout the podcast that I was um, in a certain industry, and it it's just it became very difficult for me. Yeah, um, taking up a lot of your like mental real estate. A lot of mm. mental real estate, very very mentally taxing. Um, to the point where I've actually resigned, changed industries. I'm starting a new job in a new year, so I'm hoping I'll have a bit more time going forward to you know, dedicate some of that mental capacity to things I've neglected going forward. Fresh start. Yeah, I'm hoping so. New industry, new map. Yeah, I'm going to get a haircut, get a <laughs> shave. Yeah, unfortunately, I just, my mental capacity for the podcast, that was one of the first things to slope off. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that you do for fun on the side, but when you're not having fun in your real life, it's like hard to fake it. Yeah, yeah. Originally, when we started this, it was it was COVID, lockdown, nothing much to do, twiddling our thumbs. Yeah, it was. I was kind of working a nine to five. Zero was working nine to five. I worked very close to old place. It was an easy position to be in, and then the next year was just radical. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Yeah, and from my side, I went through like a difficult traumatic life transition that also took up majority of my mental real estate and i just wanted to spend this year like doing fun stuff you yeah. know not that the podcast isn't fun no yeah but it, it's work but it, it was it is work it is work i'm very proud of what we've done yeah what we put together this, this small little snippet into it, our lives yeah it was like i think in, from my perspective this was a great chapter it was a huge success and now we're closing that chapter and moving forward but we definitely are still friends yes we are friends first and foremost that's the important yeah um professional podcasters was a secondary tag we put on (laughs) yeah no we're definitely still friends no falling out uh the work and i'm i'm using air quotes part of our friendship has kind of fallen away but um the friendship part of the friendship stronger than ever always always remains good so now we've um We've got the official stuff out of the way. Yeah, heard it straight from the horse's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I put a little thing out on Instagram yesterday, letting people know that we were about to record our final episode Mm. and to send in any questions or comments or loose ends that they want us to address. So how do you feel about me reading some of those out? Yeah, sounds great. One of my favorite parts about doing this was connecting with, you know, our our small little fan base. Yeah, whoever whoever was listening. listening. Actually, the other, the other day I had um uh, had a wedding rehearsal and I saw two of my old friends I haven't seen for quite some time and both of them were like, what, what, you know, when's the next acceptable company coming out? I'm addicted, you know, I I need more. Like, where is it? I'm, I the people felt, need it. The people need the, the people. Podcast. We could not um <laughs> the people put out the call and we decided to answer. It. Yes, I, I, it's kind of nice knowing that people are really appreciated what we did. 
Okay. First one comes from Boyan in Rosebury. Boyan, thank you very much for writing in. Why is it coming to an end? <laughs> we kind of covered that. Places to be, people well, to see. It, yeah, look, I'm not. I'm not saying this is the last time we'll try podcasting, but it's at least for now. We're both in periods where we're kind of shaping our lives and mm. and and moving from these difficult transitional periods in our lives. Mm. It's a shame that's the way it worked out. We may re- revisit this in the future, but maybe not. Mm. Don't cry because it ended. Smile because it <laughs> happened. <laughs> Um, Mark from Penrith. Thank you for writing in, Mark. What was your personal favourite acceptable or not topic? Ooh, I have to think about that one. Do you Uh, have yours? One that always comes to mind for me is the um, the debate we had about about, um, eating things in Woolworths without paying for them. Yeah, the loose grapes. Grapes is a big one. I I still think it screams entitlement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Privilege. Do you, are you buying the grapes or are you just snacking on them? Mm. I think that, that, anyway, we're not here to discuss it, but <laughs> there's, there's still more to discuss. I really like the one about doing a poo at someone else's house. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, I never really thought about it, but once you like unpack it and unpack, oh, it's actually on the person hosting to make it a comfortable place <laughs> for you to do a the poo. poo. Yep. Yeah. I think I love unpacking things and, like, getting to the core of, like, why we believe what we do. Mm. Why do we feel like we can't poop at someone else's house? And it, That's on the host. It's on the host. That's <laughs> <laughs> not on me. <laughs> um, okay, on, on that topic, um, have you had any favorite just general topics? And not acceptable or not questions, but just general topics that we've talked about. I've thought about this mm. and... One that I always remember is you, you the laundromat situation. Laundromat, yeah. Not because you used a laundromat for the first time, but because you had a really easily fixed problem <laughs> with your washing machine and you just refused to get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of just, I, I forgot what it, it blocked the door or something like that. It was it was something really basic, and yeah. instead of getting it looked at or or fixed yourself, you just went to a laundromat yeah. to avoid it. <laughs> Choose your battles, man. Choose your battles. <laughs> Another one I always think about is the um when you got that old guy to help you move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two old guys. <laughs> two old guys, sorry. And then he basically like roughhoused you into giving him a good review. <laughs> <laughs> um, similar timing. My favorite one is the meat rug situation. You're gonna, I, of course, the meat rug had to come up, but I, I, I knew one of us would say it. Yeah. But that was my first on the list. Uh, I'll tell you why I loved it. Not even because of the story. The story is funny, yeah. But your reaction to it and like how you responded to it and how like disgusted you were with it was. Then we did the role cool. play. Yeah, the ro- I love all our topics where we do a role play with each other. We'll have to fit one into this episode. Okay, we'll find something to role play. Um, Mark from Penrith also asked, "What are you most excited about now with all this extra leisure time? Pleasure time." <laughs> um. Well, funny you say that, Mark. My new job, actually, the part of the reason I left my old industry is is to pursue a better work-life balance. So this new job does have a lot of, um, you know, it's a it's a Monday to Friday. It's a you know six till two kind of job. There's a lot more um, leisure, pleasure time, leisure time <laughs> there. Emphasis on the pleasure. Yeah, well, let's hope so. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I'm looking forward to 
both my partner and I resigned our jobs at the same time and our lease expired. So we were in a situation where we were looking for potentially we could just pack up and move anywhere, you know, settle down and, and start anew somewhere. And we decided to give our current place of residence another year. We live in the Hornsby region and there's a lot of national parks, a lot of bushwalks, a lot of things that we've kind of just neglected, you know, kind of like, oh, we'll see it one day. I just want to explore a bit more of our area, you know, learn the hotspots, learn when the restaurants are, the bushwalks, the parks. I just want to explore a bit more about what's around us. And I'm hoping there's a bit more energy there for us both to do that. I'm looking forward to, I guess, working on other personal projects. So I love writing, but mm. I haven't really given that a chance this year. So I'm going to do a lot of writing next year um, and maybe thinking about starting a solo podcast, maybe. Mm. It's on the cards, but I don't want to talk about it too much in case it doesn't eventually. It doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's there now. It's out there. It's brewing. It's, it's brewing. brewing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. A bit more energy to divert to other um, creative projects. So, I mean, a big part of Acceptable Company has been the segment Acceptable or Not. You know, it just hit me today. Yeah. That we call it Acceptable Company and it's Acceptable or Not. What? I, I know, right? You'd think it would. But I was, That's I was, the whole point. I was in the shower today thinking about doing this episode and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's literally like, why we called Because I kept calling the podcast in my head acceptable or not. And I'm like, no, no, wait. Why am I doing this? Because they're both acceptable. I can't believe you didn't catch that, like, immediately. I know, me too. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. We're making, we're, we're putting it all on the line here. The never, yeah. Airing out, airing out all our dirty laundry. Then <laughs> one loose end, this is so random, but I think about it all the time, is the segment where we were talking about borrowing your partner's toothbrush. Yeah, the mouth biome thing. Math biomes, yeah. yeah. And um, you were talking about this story about you had a toothbrush in your house when you were single and, like, girls were coming over. And Are you saying that I, I, I use it for multiple girls? Well, I thought <laughs> the way the story was going before, I can't remember what the real story was, but I thought you were going to say you have the one toothbrush at home and whoever comes over, you just get so I put it back in a packet each time. And I'm like, oh, here's a brand new toothbrush. Wow, he's and the one I like, preferred earlier. It's like raggedy and yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that would. I think I asked if it was acceptable, <laughs> something like that. But no, that's not the case. Yeah, it wasn't the case. I went through a lot of toothbrushes. Yeah. Um. So yes, acceptable or not, which is named as a play on words, as a offshoot off of acceptable company. Obviously. Obviously, <laughs> everyone realized that except for you. Um, I thought we'd just do like kind of a not a rapid fire. They these are quite good ones, but they do that do require discussion and debate and thought. But we've got like five acceptable or not scenarios here that maybe we can run through. Sounds good to me. It's a good way to good way to end things. Yeah. Okay. So the first one's really interesting. Comes from Mike in Newcastle. Mike, thank you very very much for writing in. He has a twelve year old daughter who has come out as bisexual. So she's 12, says she's bisexual. Okay. Um, and wants to continue having sleepovers with her friends. Okay. So obviously when you're a kid and you have sleepovers, it's with the same gender as you. Uh, I don't know, but I guess because it seems like a innocent yeah. thing to do with your friends. Um, but what do you do when your teen, preteen comes out as a different gender and still wants to have sleepovers with their friend? How does that sit on the social <laughs> spectrum of acceptability? That's a really interesting point. Mm. 
because it's not like you can ban her from sleepovers. Mm. Obviously, this comes from a, a realm of not wanting the kid to engage in anything under your roof at that age, you know, all those things. Mm. Uh, but it's also, you can't stop them. They're going to sleepovers at other people's houses. They're going to parties. They're going to... And 12 so young, though. Mm. <laughs> it's a tough one. We're hitting hard with this first one. This is a tough one. It. My gut is just like, you know, let them have their sleepovers. Mm. And correct me if I'm wrong, there's a fair bit of experimentation that happens at girls' sleepovers anyway. It's kind of like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've... Stuff goes down. I've heard. Completely different to boys' sleepovers, let me tell you. <laughs> boys' sleepovers are exactly what you think they'll be. Just games, pizza, and passing out. Oh, I've heard stories of... Oh. Well, maybe I just went to the you, wrong sleepovers. You, you had a very, like, sweet group of friends, I think. I did. The waitress wasn't in their repertoire. <laughs> They're still very sweet now. They are. <laughs> I think experimenting goes down. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah, sorry, I forgot my train of thought. Yes, I think experimenting is going down anyway, um, bisexual or not. So, I mean, the only way you can stop that is you stand there and with a ruler and smacking them as they, you know, like... It, it's just part of that age group. And if you accept that it'll happen if they're straight, then, you know, there's no reason to deny it because she's bi. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a dad, so I don't know if that would change my opinion. But I don't know. Maybe it's just a situation where you've got to have a good talk to her about these sort of things. Obviously, instead of stopping her completely from experimenting or uh, exploring this aspect of her, so she'll be honest about, honest and forthcoming. I think the fact that she has already come out as bisexual and felt comfortable enough to share that with her dad or her parents says a lot already about how upfront she is willing to be and how honest she is willing to be. Yeah. And just because she comes out as bi doesn't necessarily mean she's, you know, ready to start being sexual. Mm, yeah. I'm with you. This one's tough. I think, yeah, the friends that she had are still her friends now. That shouldn't change, yeah. you know, anything. Yeah. Because she's bi doesn't mean she suddenly has, you know, feelings for her friend group. That's, that's not how it works. Mm. It's a weird one. Tough one. Yeah. I think maybe there should be more, um, like, rules in place maybe about, uh, I don't know, how do you feel, like, doors being left open and things like that. I think doors being left open is a fine, is, is a fair rule. Yeah, I think so too. Especially for a group of girls. I mean, you've got all hours of the night to <laughs> do your thing. So, uh, yeah, I think rules are fine. It's more important, I think, to be open and honest rather than alienate her and make her, you know, you may ban her from having sleepovers so what you stop her from going to other people's houses for sleepovers too mm. that just sounds like a like helicopter parent yeah it's just it's gonna just balloon into something you know her teens are gonna be really really rough for the both of you if you keep that sort of behavior up i think acceptable in the sense that it's acceptable for her to continue having sleep having sleepovers yeah but also acceptable to implement additional rules that maybe weren't there in the past well, I think those rules are, whether or not she's by, those rules are still fair to have in place anyway. Mm, yeah. Next one comes from Nelson in Kayama. So he has an ex-wife, so they're divorced. Okay. Ex-wife kept his last name. Okay. And it's an administrative nightmare to change your name. So she's kept the last name and she's decided she wants to have a kid, uh, not with a new partner, just through like a sperm donor type situation. So single mum. With a kid. Okay. 
the kid also has the same last name because she kept it and she wanted the kid to have the same last name as her. It's the same last name that he has as well, but it's not his kid. Okay. So he feels a bit uncomfortable about that situation. So acceptable or not, keeping your ex-husband's last name and then having a kid and that kid also has the last name. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to examine the kid aspect first because Mm. I've met many Johnses out there that aren't related to me. Mm. You know, especially my multi side, I'm a Sherry. There's 7 million Sherry's in, you know, Western Sydney. Mm. And we're not, well, maybe we are related. I don't know. But they're not my children. They're not my offspring. I think him having the dad's last name, it all depends on how amicable the breakup was, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I imagine if she... If they if they divorced on bad terms, she would have wanted to get rid of his last name. So the fact that she's still keeping it, I imagine that means they're on pretty good terms. Mm. Do you know if they have kids together? Let's assume no. Okay. Because that would have been my assumption as to why she may have kept the name as well. If they don't, I can only assume that she's happy to keep the last name. So they must be on pretty amicable terms. Let's assume no. Let's assume they were not on good terms. Because obviously he feels uncomfortable about this random kid having his last name. So what does he do, though? Yeah, I know. So I'm saying, is it acceptable to, like... Let's assume he's asked her not to... Name the kid after... Yeah, yeah give... Does he have an issue with her keeping his last name? Well, he didn't have an issue with her taking it. Yeah, when they were married. Together, yeah. So does he have, in this situation, is he asking her to, to drop the name? Get to take her, na- her, take her maiden name back? I don't think it's fair for someone to ask someone to change their name twice. Well, then, I, by extension, I think it's now her name. Yeah, it's her name. <laughs> it's so, her but name now. How, how do you feel about the kid having that name? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I get why he feels uncomfortable about it. That's weird. There's there's many people in your family with the same surname. It, it doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't have to mean that it's yours. Yeah. Or somehow related to you. No, I agree. And the odds are, especially if you're in bad terms, you're not going to come along. You're not going to come across this child very often, if at all. So it's just something he might just have to learn to live with, learn to put out of his Deal mind. Deal with it. I mean, if you're happy with your ex-wife keeping a surname, maybe he doesn't like that. If if she has that, that's now her name, married or not. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, the surname no longer just belongs to you. And it never did, because there's heaps of... <laughs> <laughs> There's heaps of people that have that surname. Yeah. I I can understand why he's uncomfortable, but it has to be acceptable. Yeah, I agree. Um, Okay, here's a situation that's close to my heart. (laughs) Person A goes to person B's house. Okay. And they're like, you know, hanging out. And then they discover person B's dog ate person A's shoes. (laughs) Ruined. Okay. What what do you think is the next course of action here? Um, I mean, it, it sucks for everyone involved, but I liken this to if you've got kids mm-hmm. and your kids, let's say they're throwing a ball and they and they throw it at your car and they smash a, a window. You'd imagine it would be up to the parents of the children to replace that window. Yes, I think this is the same scenario. I agree wholeheartedly. So, person, the person whose shoes got eaten, she travelled to. The dog's house. Correct. <laughs> is this dog known for eating shoes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's a bit more complicated than this. All right, let's say person A is aware that the dog is destructive. Okay. But person B is feeling unwell. So person A takes person B home mm-hmm. because they're feeling unwell. So they're looking after them already. 
Like a- in this whole like mess of a scenario, and it's late at night, and like other things on their mind, person B forgets to put the shoes in a place where the dog can't reach. A safe place. Yeah. So both person A and person B are aware of the dog's tendency. Correct. Okay. But it's late at night. Person B is very unwell. Person A is taking care of person B. Let's say they've been out on a bender. And yeah. Person B is just yeah. like spewing everywhere. Say that. Yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. Nothing. This has never happened to any of either of us before. Yeah. That's speculating. So, here. so person A is, is busy stopping and throwing them up all over their house. And the dog's just having a good time yeah. going so, to town. So they're, they've got, they're focused on other things. Dog has been forgotten about because of the, the, scenario. the situation. Then they realize, oh, my shoes are ruined. I think people can be amicable about this. Mm-hmm. If, we really wanted to, if we really wanted to go brass tacks, I still think it's the dog's owner's responsibility. But in this particular scenario, mm-hmm. person A is doing person B a big favor. Person B has requested to come to the house. What do you mean requested? Like person B needs somewhere to crash. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The person who's sick. Yeah, person B. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's call this. Let's call this person Z is oh, okay. is the person who is looking after yeah, person A. Just a, a random number we've chosen. There's no letter we've chosen here. Yeah, there's no um. <laughs> All right, Z is looking after A because they're sick. Okay. Z takes A to their place. The A's place. To A's place. Oh. the dog. Okay. And looks after them. Okay. Z's shoes were sacrificed. Are ruined in this process. Okay. While Z is doing them a favor. Well, even more so, did person A. Yes. The sick one who's gone to their own house. Yes. With the help of the randomly assigned person Z. (laughs) (laughs) Did person A, did they ask to be brought home? They were not even in a state to speak Mm. coherently. Canatonic. Sloshed. Sloshed, yeah. Okay. No matter how many ways we paint this, I still think it's the dog owner's responsibility. Agree. But I think giving an amicable relationship, Mm. perhaps... There can be a compromise. What's the compromise? Maybe you can go in half for the new shoes. How is that? (laughs) (laughs) No. I think person Z did person person A a favor. Yeah, they did. And in in the midst of doing that favor, it got their shoes ruined. If I walk through mud trying to save someone from a cow. Yeah. They're not going to replace. They're not going to clean my shoes. Mm. It's my decision to wear shoes through mud. Okay. Right. The same way person Z, randomly assigned letter, no one that we know, <laughs> has gone to person A's house knowing that there's a dog that likes to eat shoes. But not thinking about their... not thinking about it because they had other things on their mind, like getting that person home safely and looking after them. All right. Someone's falling from a tree and I've run to catch them yeah. through mud. Yes. Yes. Okay. The person that fell from the tree, I don't think they owe me new shoes because I walked through but mud. But the person that fell from the tree <laughs> fell from it accidentally and like... Yeah. What if they were being stupid? What if they were trying to do cartwheels and I just didn't want them to break their neck? So person Z could have easily just like let it happen, left it be. And you could have just... Person Z could have just... <laughs> <laughs> Z could have just opened the door, pushed him through. Yeah. Closed the door. True. You could have, but that's not the kind, the kind of person Person Z it sounds like. No, Person I mean, Z is a good person. It seems like it. With expensive shoes. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, Person Z 
put themselves in a situation where the shoes could have been ruined. They did. And not any fault of theirs. They were focused on doing the right thing. But the shoes were damaged because of the situation they were put into. Correct. Not because of anything person A had done. Correct. So I, that's why I'm saying some amicableness may be required. Right. <laughs> so all in all, we agree that person A should pay for the shoes. I think they should put forward at least something towards fixing the shoes. Mm. Or, or they should have their dog eat their shoes. Okay, fine. Agree to disagree <laughs> on that one then. Agree to disagree. Last one comes from Tasha in Brisbane. Tasha, thank you for writing in thank from you so much. Brisbane. Um, she went to a sushi restaurant and noticed that they had hired some Asian staff who were not Japanese, right? Mm. And she noticed that they were using Japanese words and phrases, despite not being Japanese, to make it feel like an authentic Japanese restaurant experience. Okay. So I guess acceptable or not, hiring people to make something seem like something it's not. So the implication here is that they're they're trying to pass these people off as Japanese. Yeah. So they're not like white people. No, no, no. let's say they're Korean. I think there's a few avenues to look at here. Mm. For example, you go to a, let's say a Texas themed restaurant. Mm. It may be part of the obligation of the staff to be like, hey, howdy, hey, as soon yeah. as you walk in. Doesn't mean we believe they're from Texas. Mm. It just means that's the theme. That's the theme of the restaurant. Mm. You know, white people can speak Japanese. It doesn't mean they're trying to pass themselves off as Japanese. Mm. People can speak other languages. Like I go overseas and I, I try and greet and say thank you and things in that language. I'm not trying to pass myself off as Japanese. Mm. It's just a language I know. And But in that situation, you're talking to someone from that country. Mm. Go and, and Texas isn't a race. Mm. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I still think it's it's part of the restaurant's vibe and the image they're trying to put across that they're Japanese. Mm. So, okay, let's say you walk into a, a sushi restaurant and everyone greets you in Japanese and someone greets you in Korean. <laughs> is, that, um, <laughs> is that even more confusing? <laughs> I guess the the thing is for me is are they actually trying to pass it off as an authentic Japanese thing or are they just trying to keep to the – Theme the theme of, of the, restaurant. the restaurant. and But that's implying that someone from Korea can't make authentic Japanese sushi. They may have lived in Japan for 30 years mm. and may have got all their sushi qualifications. Mm. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's flip this. I've like, been let's say... sushi vacations. you got yeah. to leave that in. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say there's two Japanese restaurants next to each other. Okay. And one is like, oh, this is like the authentic vibe. And the other one is like a bunch of Australians doing like crappy accents and stuff and like trying to make it seem like something that it's not, but it's clearly not. Are you going to go to the authentic one or are you going to go to the one that's trying very hard to be authentic but isn't? Um, depends which one has better food, right? Like, I was going to say, it, it, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how long the line is. It depends on which one has better food. Yeah. Well, so, okay. I'm not going to be turned off by the fact that these guys are trying to be Japanese, but they're clearly white people. Yeah. That doesn't, like, there's plenty of places you go to and they, they're they doing Japanese food, but there's, you know, a bunch of Indian people behind the counter, mm -hmm. all this and that. 
if they have good Japanese food, who cares? Okay, so the real clincher here is, is the food authentic? Mm. Mm. And, I mean, if it is, who are we? Who are we to... Deny them their... The right to work there and... And do whatever they need to do to... Sell that food. Yeah, exactly, sell that food. Exactly right. If it's good food, then whoever. I had Bunnings. I had to greet every customer. Mm. Hey, can I help you? I wasn't trying to pass myself up as a tradie. I didn't know what I was <laughs> doing. But it was part of my obligation to work there to greet every customer. Mm. And I think this is the situation here. This poor Korean person just trying to get a job. Yeah. They've been. They've got all the sushifications. <laughs> ah, it's back. <laughs> they've got all the qualifications. They've, they've studied. All they want to do is work in an authentic Japanese restaurant. And here we are. Yeah. Judging them. Shame on us. <laughs> um, so I've got a random one. It I found it on Facebook. A lot of people may have seen the post. Mm. Uh, two people out on a date talking from um, the lady's perspective. She's like, I went to the movies with a guy and he, mm. he asked if I minded paying for my movie ticket. Of course, she said it's fine. We'll split things 50-50. So she pays for a ticket and he pulls out a two-for-one coupon. Mm. So he gets in free and she's paid for the movie ticket. Yes. Is this acceptable? <laughs> is it acceptable or not? That's dodgy. I think it's fine to use the two for one. You say, "Hey, I've got a two for one." Then you split her. You ticket. split, yeah. You split the difference. If I went on a first date with somebody and they pulled this, I'd be making judgments about them. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be annoyed the whole time. Would you? Yeah. 100%. Why? Because they pulled one over on you. Yeah, that's like dodgy, sneaky. Yeah, but she's still paying the same amount of money. I know, but they're meant to be a team. <laughs> this is the first. This is like a first date, though, or second date. There would be no second date after this. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think I would either. I, I think it's even worse because, and this is probably gonna come up as a bit sexist, but um, I think there's still an obligation for the males to pay for a lot of the date. Isn't always the case. A lot of people are going halves these days, but I still think it's expected, um, generally from a societal point of view, for men to pay for the first date. Mm. So I think the fact that he's asked her to split it, which is fine, um, and then he's pulled out the coupon. Like, if she'd done this, if he'd be like, look, I'm happy to go to the movies, but do mind paying for your ticket? He goes to pay for his ticket, and she pulls out a coupon. I feel like that would be a different scenario. Still dodgy, but I feel like it wouldn't be frowned upon as much. Mm. I think the way that he worded the question is dodgy. He like did, He didn't allude to a coupon. Correct. He's just like, hey, do you mind paying for your own, your ticket. own ticket? It implies that he's also going to pay for his own ticket. It does. And technically he did. No, he didn't. He paid for nothing. With a coupon. She didn't have to pay for his ticket. But he couldn't have got his ticket without her paying for the ticket. Correct. But he also couldn't have purchased two tickets without her purchasing a ticket. It doesn't matter. She hasn't had to fork out any more money for his ticket. How he acquires that ticket is not her responsibility or business. <laughs> mm, that's dirty. Let me ask you this. Dirty How, where do you stand on going on a date, a first date, and someone uses a coupon? That's fine. You wouldn't, you wouldn't judge someone for that? No. I'd respect and admire the frugality <laughs> of it because I'm very similar. Like, what do you want to do for a date? You know, oh, I was thinking I've got this movie coupon. We both get tickets for four bucks. Yeah. You, 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 first date, that's okay because you don't know how it's going to be. You don't want to spend money on, like, potentially a bad experience. You wouldn't look at that and go, wow, this guy's super cheap. Do you want to be impressed on a first date? Yeah, but honestly, like, the coupon thing doesn't bother me. Mm, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't use a coupon on a first date. Yeah. Having said that, and this is just advice for everybody, a movie is not a good first date. No, true. 
It isn't. I know it's a very dinner and a movie, but no. On a first date, you need a lot of conversation. Yes. A lot of conversation, a lot of interaction. Two hours sitting in silence, awkwardly trying to hold hands <laughs> is not not a good first date. Agree. That's just advice, free advice yeah. from Matt to Yeah, you. so go not acceptable to go to a movie. Someone say not acceptable date. just because it's a movie. No. <laughs> And honestly, it's like dirty, dodgy behavior. I hate it. Okay, so not acceptable because it's a movie. Not acceptable because it's dirty, dodgy, unjust, shady behavior. Yes. But acceptable to use a coupon. <laughs> In general, acceptable. <laughs> oh, Matt, that was so much fun. You mean today or like the entire... How long have we been doing this? I think Feb 2021. So Almost two years. Yeah, but we had a big gap. So like, let's say one and a half years. One and a half years. No, I've, I've really, I've, I've, like I said before, I'm, I'm proud of what we've produced. I think we, 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 we made some pretty fun episodes, and we got across, I think, what we wanted to get across. Mm. The whole reason we started all this is because we really enjoy our conversations. Yeah. And most of the feedback I get is that we have good, re- you know, rapport yeah. and good dynamic. Dynamic. So I'm glad people enjoyed listening to our conversations as much as yeah. we've had having them. There's no one else I would want to have done this. I was going to say that too as well. You're the first person I'd have a podcast with. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's been so much fun and I'm so glad that we got to do this together and I've really enjoyed this chapter. Yeah, me too. I'll always um, plug it occasionally. Like, well, if you like podcasts or... The best part about this is like, you know, TV shows, like they go on and on and on. It's like, oh man, that should have ended at season eight. Like, you know, <laughs> why did they keep going? It sucks now. Like we haven't been lost. and mm, we, we would have changed cast members yeah. and just loose ends and, yeah. and um, you plot know. Holes. This yeah, is like, all the plot holes. This is like ending on a good note. Short and sweet. We're ending on our terms. Yeah. Before the big organizations. Yeah. <laughs> sell us out. Sell us out. Exactly. Before we become sellouts and yeah. start putting ads in our podcast <laughs> and actually start earning money, we're, we're, we're leaving when it's just creative. Yeah. When it's all about creativity and um. Good times. Good times. So it's been a pleasure. It has been a it's pleasure. It's been a leisure and a. It's been a. It's been a leisure time and a pleasure, pleasure time. time. <laughs> it's been completely acceptable. Yes. Um. More than acceptable. More than acceptable. Thank you, everyone, for coming along on this journey with us. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who wrote in. Um, really appreciate it. And thanks for the support. It's um, It's been a blast. Yeah. Um, watch out for the next creative project from Madden Z. Yeah.